Congratulations! You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. The Dunedin City Council yesterday unveiled their designs for a $28 million upgrade to take place on George Street starting after Easter and is projected to conclude by 2024. This is the result of years of politicking on the council, with much controversy being raised about the street converting into a one-way. The upgrade will see three individual blocks given their own unique themes that re- reflect Autoporti's status as a UNESCO city of literature and emphasise mana whenua. To get a green design perspective, we are speaking with Finn Campbell from Gen Zero Dunedin. Welcome to the show, Finn. Hello, hello, how are you? I'm, I'm well, how are you? So some people have been waiting a long time to see what this plan will look like. It's finally out there, and what do you think of the design elements alone? Is this a street where people will want to be on? I'm just, uh, you're cutting out a little bit. Could you just repeat the question? Some people have been waiting a long time to see what this plan will look like, and now that it's finally out there, what do you think of the design elements alone? Is there is this a street where people want to be on? Yeah, I think, yeah, the design elements that they've used, really quite really quite interesting from uh, an aesthetic perspective. I think the, the use of kaitahu design, the themes of the motifs, I think, you know, they've really shown that they've put a lot of effort into the partnership and making this, a, you know, a, a really collaborative design approach. Um, but as far as um, the other design features, the increase of public space, um, the, the less allocation of car space and car parks, I think it, it, this place is generally going to be a, a, a much-needed improvement on what, what the previous design really was like. So obviously, in announcing the plans, the councillors spoke of greening the city as an intention of the project, and you mentioned that there will be less um, car parks, but there will, sti- there will still be car parks on the street. How is that going to affect uh, everything that's going on? Um, I think uh, it's going to be interesting to see what, what the number of car parks really bring. I think they're, they're going to probably be returning to free car parking, um, which I think a lot of people just are going to continue to complain about the lack of car parking on George Street. And I think that's not a, a really a supply issue as far as the car parks go. There, there are like three thousand car parks on George Street uh, in the George Street area, and I think the, the parks on George Street itself represent less than one percent of all car parks in, in that area. Um, so I think people people are probably going to continue to complain about car parking, but that, I think. That the council's done a pretty good job of trying to figure these things out, but I think no matter what council does in the car parking space, people are already just already going to keep on complaining about it. How do you rate George Street as it is now for its accessibility to eco-friendly transportation methods, and how will these upgrades improve that? Yeah, I think the as far as the current accessibility goes, um, there's a real lack of consideration for uh, micro mobility. That's uh, scooters or skateboards certain areas where you can't even, it's uh, illegal to skate in that area, um, and that the cycling along George Street has to go down the, the centre of the, tra- in the traffic with the car, um, and that there is, you know, there's buses along George Street. Um, I think what the, the new design will kind of give and take a little bit in this space, um, and that the bus line is going to be moved further away, which is going to be you know, fine if you're able-bodied, but if you have accessibility issues or you're elderly, I think that might present an extra challenge for people trying to get into George Street, you know, if you have those accessibility problems. But from a, a scooter or small-wheel bicycle perspective, I think it, it, it will 
provide a bit of a safer space for people to be able to move through. Um, it, traditionally, you know, bikes would always go into car traffic, and now it looks like they're going into what we call the activity zone uh, on the George Street design. And uh, having, having cyclists closer to pedestrians might be a bit of a, a shock for some people, but I think generally it, it's it's a lot safer. Um, but we'll we'll see kind of how how the actual cycling allocation really goes in the final design. Development will see George Street between Frederick Street and Moray Place become one way, only allowing traffic in a north to south direction. What effects do you expect this to have on the environment? Uh, I think it, it's going to be interesting to, to really see um, how, how this eventuates. I think what Dunedin really has a problem with the west to east and east to west traffic flow going from the one ways onto the hill suburbs. Um, so George Street generally only contributes to sort of that north uh, south traffic flow, which is already kind of well accommodated by the one ways. So as far as, as as far as that big picture thinking about traffic goes, uh, you would hope that there will be you know less traffic on George Street, but the the spaces for allowing people to cross that east west will be slightly better, and that the one ways will be able to you know the um, one way south and one way north will be able to help kind of pick up the slack there a little bit. I think, you know, as far as the sort of traffic and the one-way speeds go, it, uh, on, on George Street itself, it being 10 kilometres, I think will be a bit of a, a shock to some people. I remember that um, last time 10 kilometres were trialled, I think it definitely made people uh, a bit frustrated. But I think that's sort of the, the kind of compromise you have to make in order to prioritise pedestrian safety, and hopefully that the design is really reflective of that uh, pedestrian priority and sort of whilst cars are there, they're not the most important design feature. I think people kind of understand it a little bit better. But I think, you know, that's definitely going to be controversial, that 10 kilometer speed limit. We'll see how that plays out. I think otherwise, I think traffic should generally be actually all right. They put a lot of enabling work in to kind of support the, the adjustments around that area. Finally, your organisation plays an important role in advocacy and consultation over projects like this one. How have you got involved in this project and others around the area? Um, so I think generally um, we, we get involved, I think, because we, we really put ourselves out there as far as getting into the uh, stakeholder environment. And I think that's come from spending a lot of years building uh, relationship building um, and also just generally being an active voice to council, always answering all their calls for consultation and providing sort of that stakeholder perspective. And I think for us it's really about trying to make sure that our urban form reflects uh, a, a need for a, addressing climate change. And I think there, there are some really persistent voices within council which really favours like that business-as-usual style thinking um, and uh, sort of business priorities. And I think for us it's trying to really shift the conversation to be thinking about climate change within these discussions, thinking about uh, sort of that future level, um, future thinking and, and trying to ensure that you know, young people and the sort of the next generation considered in this design project. You know, this design's going to probably stay in place for another 20 years and I think it's a real statement about how we're going to respond to climate change that cars and car parking are going to be a central part of our climate change response well into the 2040s which is you know when we're supposed to be sort of heading towards net zero so I think 
this is this is why we're sort of sharp to these things is because otherwise there's there's no other like really young voice in the room and there's no other voice kind of really advocating for climate change so we try and do our best to kind of address the needs of you know vulnerable people address the needs of young people address the needs of future generations and hopefully that uh council kind of reflects that in their in choices and i think the George Street design today does kind of reflect their, their shifting priorities towards thinking about more flexible options and a more sustainable future. Cool. Thanks for being on the show. No worries. Thank you for having me. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. Find more at r1.co.nz.